Hi all, you're listening to PR Hangover, a bi-weekly public relations podcast and talk show brought to you by Grand Valley State University's PRSSA chapter and hosted by me, Hunter Buren. Now you can sit back, get a cup of coffee, relax, and enjoy the show. Thanks! Alright, so on our podcast today, um, I would like you to introduce yourself. Of course. Uh, glad to meet you guys here, everyone. My name is Tiffany, and I am like uh, a young professional in digital marketing area. Worked in AIG, American Inter- International Group, which is the biggest insurance group in the world. Um, let me briefly introduce myself. Uh, actually, I was growing up in China, and I went to the States for undergrad and graduate study. Uh, I went to University of Minnesota studying actuarial math and finance and risk man- management. And later I went to Columbia University studying for actuarial math. Actually, my educational background is quite different from you guys. But when I um, graduated from Columbia, I joined AIG as their as part of their global graduate management trainee program, and I was allocated back to China. After my 18 months rotational program, uh, actually my mentor, which is, who is our CEO, feel that I was very, have a passion, and I had experience during this rotational pro- program, like in marketing and PR area, like doing joint campaign and marketing events with MCham. So he actually assigned me to the role for the Consumer Alliance Digital Marketing Project Manager. Basically, that is like about me. So in school and college, you studied finance, was that? Yes, I studied like actuarial math, like financial math. Okay, and you had a few internships in in, um, in banking area. Banking as yes. well. So how do you think that um, different background from what most of the people that you work with, how do you think that uh, affected how you work um, with these people and the different things that you bring to the table? Yes, because actually I'm more from an analytical background. And I think this is kind of helpful because these days marketing is is much more than just have creative ideas. But like every successful marketing campaign is started from a great idea. But everything later is all about like operational and administrative thing. And you have to plan very detailedly to like your cost, your uh, investment, and you are looking at like actually data to like to evaluate whether this is a successful campaign and you are actually using the data you collect through this campaign to further better analyze the topic and, and make strategic decisions. So actually I think uh, if you are from an analytical background, actually, sometimes you have a more clear logical structure mm-hmm. um, to look through things, and you can like build a like model very fast, and you know what kind of variation variables you are looking at, and like um, putting different weights on the different variable. I think it's quite helpful, and I'm very glad like my colleagues and my and the, my marketing head actually. Uh, very respect my different background and uh, very keen to um, understand and listen to my di- like inputs. So actually, I really appreciate that. Yeah. So I know very <coughs> interested in math and finance, but um, you mentioned having a mentor, and is that what kind of 
got you on the road of marketing or sparked your interest for marketing or was there something else that you just saw an opening and you decided why not try this it could be interesting yeah this is a very great question that is actually part of the stories i would like to share with you guys actually initially even from the school i am more like outgoing than most of my my classmates they are more like analytical thing people and like i'm always a people person and i was involving in a lot of like uh, student clubs like be student leaders and we host a lot of events Mm -hmm. and i think that is part of the marketing already and uh, from that point i decided like actually i prefer a like a job and a working experience that is more vibrant and make me to be able to observe new informations every day and can share ideas and promote an idea that I feel that is right. And I can help like people to realize that, oh, this the value of the product or the value of a certain thing, which will make me feel very proud. Uh, however, when I joined AIG, uh, since I was a trainee, so actually I have rotational pr- opportunities during different like product lines some of the them are like analytical jobs and some of them are not um, and luckily because of my mentor mm-hmm. and who is <coughs> who is like a formal um, ambassador who works in the consulate general of um, states in Guangzhou and he is like uh, also the board of the American Chamber of Commerce so actually he uh, involved me in a lot of like joint campaign and joint private events that AIG host with Amchan and during which he, uh, he found that actually I not only have a interest but a passion towards this area but I, I also have a talent that I like to persuade people and also mm-hmm. like to putting up the events and uh, uh, from the detailed planning to the execution so actually mm, but there is like a thing that I would like to tell you guys that I know you guys are all from are all currently studying the marketing and the PR area and the most likely most of them you guys have already put up in the mind that I would like to join this professional area when I graduate however the thing I would like to tell you and share you is like um, be a marketing people like or be any kind of people that is more about like open to change and have an open mind about everything like when I was <coughs> close to ending this program uh, I was initially assigned to the I, w- I was initially want to join the strate- strategic planning department mm-hmm. because I feel that is not only analytical but also have like influences on like mm, when the company are making strategic decisions about the future three to five years I feel it's quite like you can see a whole picture and like it's quite challenging and actually I got this position but due to like the positions level is quite is higher than normal yeah it's caused some trouble like like Uh politics like people will feel like you know like in insurance companies there are a lot of like female senior managers yeah they will feel like why she got this like there is like turbulence like caused some trouble mm, and the other opening at that time only available is like uh, the digital marketing 
And to be honest, as an insurance company, it's not like a FMCG company. The marketing is like in those companies are really developed, really matured, and it's the core function, which will be like everyone is like show high respect and value this department really highly. Yeah. However, in a traditional finance institution, institution like AIG, especially in insurance company, it's already very like conservation conservative. Yeah. This <coughs> marketing department is not our core function because uh, a lot of our commercial products is like coming from the traditional agency or traditional broker channel. Only consumer products, which like is like personal insurance, travel product, mm -hmm. travel insurance, accident insurance, is coming from like the general market. So like yeah. only market the marketing department only like be valued and uh, functional in this part, especially in digital marketing, is like we are not very matured and developed as other companies. Mm -hmm. So most of people think this is not a like a high valued position and yeah. opening. Um, but for me, first of that is that it seems like because of the trouble, it might seems be my only choice at the time. Yeah. But second of all, I think destiny brought me here. Yeah. Yes. And mm -hmm. uh, I cannot complain about destiny. Mm -hmm. But most of the times people, an uh, individual, is, do not have that much of the strengths. But to you have only to take that destiny, take what des in, embrace what destiny brought to you mm -hmm. and, and uh, try to develop, value that, respect that and accept that mm -hmm. and try to develop an interest from that. Because I believe that like every young talented people like you and me, we are we went through like the great education. We are not stupid people. Mm -hmm. As long as we are passionate and interested about something and would like to con contribute ourselves and also dedicate ourselves and make efforts on that, we will also always make something different, no matter yeah. what. So from this, uh, actually, <coughs> I developed my interest further in this function from the daily work. Um, actually, it's initially it's kind of different from what I thought. Initially, when I <coughs> didn't enter this industry, I found that the marketing is all about having creative ideas. But then I found it's like much more complicated than that. It's only a very initial step, and the daily. Practice and the concrete learning, the solid experience that you learn from the maybe the operational uh, work, the administrative work, the interfunctional communication. That is the actually the most valued thing about this industry, and the key value that no one else can be able to take out from you. Mm -hmm. So working with digital, um, especially in China, is there some roadblocks that you've found? I know that there are certain websites here that are blocked, and yes. I know that there's, because you need a Facebook page, you need a Twitter page, are yes. there certain roadblocks from working here um, compared to the U.S.? Um, actually, this is a very great question. Uh, yes, it's true that some of the media, social media was blocked, like Facebook and Twitter, but however, I found that in social marketing, this particular area, China actually is 
doing much more advanced and more aggressive mm -hmm. than the U.S. company, because basically, uh, I know the this generation is more like an online generation, but the because of the very advanced like payment option like Alipay, WeChat mm -hmm. Pay was developed so fast and so mature so aggressively in China. Actually, it is helping the social media marketing developing as well. Um, like <clears throat> I know a lot of like brands, even though maybe multinational brands, maybe they cannot do in China particularly, they cannot do the marketing through Instagram or Facebook, but they are doing marketing through WeChat. Mm -hmm. And like the pop-up WeChat video, uh, pop-up WeChat like gamification promotion, actually they are doing really well, um, and they integrate their like particular content marketing into the into their like distrib WeChat distribution channel, and it, they are generating like incredible amount of leads, mm -hmm. and those leads are very in active in the interaction with this brand and are very likely to share their like emotional attachment mm -hmm. and uh, and experience to others so actually in this aspect china is doing quite well and doing amazingly well yeah i've noticed um with like the lumi bites and things like that the exactly. there's a lot of brands <coughs> that just pop up very quickly yeah so do you think that um, as you were kind of talking with WeChat Pay and everything, do you think that things actually pop up a lot quickly, quicker here and than in the U.S.? And is do you think there's a reason for that? Mm, yes, I think one of the reason is like first of all is like China have a huge population. Yeah, that is like a huge market. That is one of the reason and the fundamental reason because we have a huge market and second of all is like china is like developing its economy really fastly in the recent 20 years mm -hmm. so actually like 20 years ago uh, most of the population do not have the uh, money have the economy ba mm, base for for like consumption like uh, uh, additional goods but like but U.S. was mo much more matured at mm -hmm. that time. But nowadays, like, the U.S. market is, like, it's already, like, quite full. And uh, so the extra space for development is mm -hmm. less than China. But, like, in this 20 years, this population economic uh, foundation is growing fastly. And, like, so people are more focused nowadays and have more freedom to, like, to consume to to choose whatever they want to consume that's the reason why like some of the brand like is like popping up really quickly i think that is like very that is a very like fundamental uh environment for mm -hmm. them to pop up so quickly so you went to school you went to university in the u.s yes. right um what do you think about Maybe not school there, but the culture <coughs> of the U.S., um, things that you experienced while you were in the U.S. going to school. How do you think that um, affected your professional life? Was there things that you really liked about the culture that you wanted to bring back here, things that you did not like about the culture at all and didn't want to bring back? Um, actually, I, very, uh, I really appreciate 
I really appreciate like the seven years I spent in the U.S. and mm -hmm. uh, I studied there. I interned there. Um, one of the thing I really like about that is like to be yourself. Um, I think the U.S. culture is like more uh, respect more the individual like choice and options. Basically, um, you can be authentic to yourself. Don't need to worry that I'm not like the same kind of people, mm -hmm. like with my colleagues, with my friends, with my s brothers and sisters. As long as I'm sure that about like the thing I really want to pursue and uh, what is my real interest, I can actually pursue it and go after that and follow your heart. And actually I always brought this back, this like deeply affect uh, me as like developing to be a person of like who I am uh, but to be honest like when I come back to China and the work in AIG even that is a US company mm -hmm. but uh, most of the colleagues uh, are from China uh, it caused trouble because um, s people actually yes they they will feel different is a problem but yeah but Indeed, I don't think that is a problem because I think one of the most important thing for a people and for a young talent, for a young professional who want to explore the world, the first thing is like you have to know who you are. You have to always be authentic to yourself um, and to know what you really want so you actually can dedicate yourself, so you can work really hard without feel like tired for that people if you can only follow your heart you can actually make a success out mm -hmm. of it so do you think that um through digital marketing here do you think that you've so sort of seen a rise in the past 20 years of individualism like marketing that's trying to reach towards hey you can do this and then it'll put you of your colleagues or do you think it's marketing that is um here is more hey everyone's doing this you should also do this um or do you think that what do you think is the main um thing behind marketing here um, some of the main ideas okay. in reaching out to publics oh yes reaching out to publics i think Yes, that is really interesting because actually at Saturday I we had like a Columbia alumni events that is like a digital marketing roundtable and mm -hmm. we invited like a lot of co uh, alumni that is quite successful in this area. One of them is the, I don't know whether you heard about that, it's like actually a competitor of WPP is, okay. is a marketing company called We Are Social. Okay. Yes, they are actually uh, founded six years ago, but like really quite successful with a limited team, but amazingly high production. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, he is actually the founder of the China We Are Social, We Are Social China. And he t talked about that, about the content marketing in the recent years, in the recent five years. Um, like five years ago, it's like more like you just talked about like it's like the market is doing this like everyone is doing that basically we're like copying this mm -hmm. pattern and we are trying to educate our our main goal of our marketing is to educate my target clients doing the thing we want them to do yeah and we are trying to nurture or like 
to add to develop a common like thinking pattern of mm -hmm. our our like target targeted clients but recently the content marketing is like turning from the PGC like the professional generated content mm -hmm. to the UDC which is user defined content which means like nowadays people are value more like value individuality more than commonality mm -hmm. so like people are trying to value doing some things and uh, more favor of the things that is customized for them so basically uh, nowadays the marketing is more about to know what our customer wants and uh, what what is like the different preference from different group and how we can navigate our product to customize the our product differently to different mode to fit different customer groups mm -hmm. so um finally i would just like to know your difference in your background in school like what you studied in school your difference in your background um, working at a u.s company <coughs> um, but being from china and then also working with your other Chinese um, co-workers who haven't gone to the US. Um, what do you think is the best thing about having all of these different backgrounds than people that you work with? And what do you think is the most difficult to work around? Okay. Um, <clears throat> actually, I always think as a young people, we would, one of the best thing about you're being young is like you can have a lot of time to explore explore different cultural different uh work field different different professions before you really dive in a certain a certain area and i really appreciate that i have like this kind of different background and different knowledge and actually i think that is really uh, important because it can expand your horizon mm -hmm. it makes you think like more comprehensively you are be able to think from different aspects different like cultural res uh, perspective or different professions perspective and i have a short story to share with you guys it's like one of my friends who is like a who is graduated from the the biochemistry mm -hmm biotech area yeah. and now he is a very very successful investor like um, but mostly he invests in the biotech area yeah but uh, that is the story he told me and one day um, two of his like um, his colleagues brought up a case to him that they said they are all doing the two colleagues are all from finance industry. They are who are used to doing investment, VC, mm -hmm. something. Um, but they said, brought a case to him. They, they told him that is a real, he, they think it's a very good deal to invest. Um, it is about like the, because a lot of people are urina urinary incompetence. And uh, there is no, actually currently no like active solution for them other uh -huh. than paper diapers. And uh, they, the case is about a new technology. They use like the metal needles um, to like um, uh, to actually and connect it with a iPhone app. Huh. When you click the app, the needles will release like the uh, elect electronics uh, electricity to actually to uh, stimulate 
people mm -hmm. so they can actually function as the normal people. Wow. So they always think, wow, this is like a really advanced technology yeah. and can uh, solve this problem fundamentally. Mm -hmm. And but the boss told a different story. He said, like any, uh, because he has experience in this area, he said, for this kind of technology, if that is invasive, it's always not good as yeah. not as good as non-invasive. And because this of it, because it's, if that is an invasive device, it will cause a lot of problem like inspect uh, inspection and uh, also how long how often should you exchange the needle mm -hmm. and whether the people are they have pr this problem already are able to use the iPhone app whether it's meaningful and also because this problem is not a fatal problem yeah. people might only just prefer to use a non-invasive solution like paper diaper than use this kind of risky mm -hmm. solution. So actually, the thing, and I, think, and I think what I got out from this story is like you have to have knowledge from different, different, different background. Mm -hmm. And so you can find to think and um, think the problem in a more like comprehensive way and i think very important for marketing people is like um you the marketing knowledge itself is important but we are not we are doing marketing for different product yeah the product is from different industry yeah you have to have like absorb the new knowledge information every day and to expand your horizon of the knowledgement as fast and as far as, as you can go. So when you actually dealing with any kind of product from any kind of industry, you will know what kind of value is that really have and what is the real pros and cons that will influence your client. So you can design a really sound and solid marketing like plan uh -huh. for that. And yeah. I think that is really important. All right. Well, Tiffany, thank you so much for coming on the yes. podcast. Was there anything else you'd like to leave us with? Uh, actually, yes, I had just would like to tell you guys, I'm sure and I'm very like, um, actually think you guys are really, really great people. And I always would like to do marketing. Uh, actually, I'm currently doing the online certification program on digital marketing mm -hmm. uh, in University of like uh, Illinois Champaign. Oh, okay. yes, to enhance my educational wow. background because yeah. yes, I'm short of this kind of professional education and uh, knowledge background about this area. It's always good to update yourself mm -hmm. to learn. Like you guys, like step out of the campus is not the end of your uh, learning experience you should always learn mm -hmm. and one thing is like i hope you guys all have a bright future and don't worry and even s though sometimes things didn't go the way that you want but don't worry mm -hmm. um one thing i want to tell about you guys is like always to follow your heart and to s to find to seek to strive and never to yield Follow your heart, and we can all create our own fairy tales. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed the podcast, and make sure to tune in next time for GBSU's PR Hangover with Hunter Buren. Bye.